So page number 85 of the 7th chapter of the Matchless Gift by His Divine Grace, Shri A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. If we simply worship the original person, Adipurusham, we need not fear being misled by anyone. Shridhar Swami, the original commentator on Srimad Bhagavatam, explains that one can reach the perfection of life simply by devotional service, Kevalaya Bhaktiya. One need not be dependent on any other process. Shukadeva Goswami says that one can put an end to material life by one stroke, Kevalaya. There is no need to undergo severe penance and austerity, practice celibacy, control the mind and senses, give in charity, perform great sacrifices, and become very truthful and clean. Simply by one stroke, by accepting Krishna consciousness, one immediately rises to the highest position. By just taking to Krishna consciousness, one develops all transcendental qualifications. The goldsmith uses a small hammer and taps the gold many times, but the blacksmith uses a large hammer and with one stroke his job is finished. This is the blacksmith's method. We take the big hammer of bhakti yoga and finish all material life. There is no need to undergo the many lesser disciplines, nor to follow any other process. In actuality, there is no possibility of even following the other Vedic processes to perfection. For instance, the Hatha Yoga process would say, you have to become a strict brahmachari and sit in the forest with your body at the right angle to the ground, pressing your nose with your finger to six months. Who could follow such an instruction? Since such a method is not practical in this present age, the goldsmith method has to be discarded. The solution is to take the blacksmith's hammer of Krishna consciousness and finish off all sinful reactions immediately. Pressing your nose with your finger for six months. Great. So, by devotional service, one has to become Vasudeva Parayana, a devotee of Lord Vasudeva or Lord Krishna. In other words, we have to listen how to become lovers of Vasudeva. If the world takes up this Krishna consciousness, the planet is certain to be peaceful. Now, the earth is quickly becoming a hellish planet. And if this Krishna Consciousness is not taken up, this hellish condition will progress despite all advances in education and economic development. Therefore, those who are thoughtful should take this movement very seriously and try to understand its value. It is not something manufactured by one man or a group of disciples. It is authoritative and age-old based on the Vedic literatures which date back thousands of years. Niharam Eva Bhaskara Bhaskara refers to the sun. The sun immediately dissipates mist or fog as well as darkness. As stated before, we should try to make 
the sun of Krishna rise within our hearts. In the Chaitanya Charitamrita also, it is stated that Krishna is like the sun and that Maya, the illusory energy, is darkness. Yahan Krishna tahan nahi Maya Radhika. As soon as the sun of Krishna is present, the darkness of Maya immediately dissipates. Without following this process, it is very difficult to overcome the ocean of darkness, Maya. If we simply teach people to surrender unto Krishna, God, all the fog and mist of illusion will disappear. The method is very simple. Chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. The more one goes on chanting, the more the darkness of many lives is dissipated. Cheto Darpana Marjanam By chanting, one can cleanse the dust from the mirror of his mind and perceive things very distinctly. Thus, one will know what he is, what God is, what this world is, what our relationship with God is. In, the, in this world, and how to live in this world, and what our next life is. Such knowledge is not taught in schools, where one is taught how to manufacture or acquire products for sense gratification. There's always a hard struggle going on involving men's attempt to dominate material nature. However, for every convenience he manages to produce, there is an inconvenience accompanying it. For example, recently, recently some engineers designed an airplane which can fly at great speeds without danger. When the plane flies, however, it breaks windows all over the city. Our time is thus being wasted in constructing so many devices which give us temporary and artificial convenience at the price of a proportionate amount of inconvenience. This is all part of the law of karma, the law of action and reaction. For whatever we do, there must be a reaction by which we become entangled. This is stated in Bhagavad Gita. Work done as a sacrifice for Vishnu has to be performed, otherwise work binds one to this material world. Therefore, O son of Kunti, perform your prescribed duties for his satisfaction, and in that way you will always remain unattached and free from bondage. Bhagavad Gita 3.9 When one acts for sense gratification, work entangles him, whether the work be good or bad. But if one works for Krishna, Yagyartha Karmano, he will be free, regardless of the possible desirability of his work. Not only does Shukadeva Goswami recommend unalloyed devotional service, but he further says that by devotional service, one's sinful activities will be negated. Every one of us is more or less sinful. For if we were not sinful, we would not have been put into material bodies. 
as soon as one is free from sinful life, he is liberated and transferred to the spiritual world in a spiritual body. The whole process is to cleanse oneself from the contamination of sinful or material life. Shukadeva Goswami said, My dear King, those who are sinful can become purified from contamination by Tapa Adibi, practicing austerity. Shukadeva also said, however, that no one can become completely purified by executing this process of austerity. There are many examples of yogis who practiced austerities but did not emerge completely pure. Vishwamitra Muni, for example, was a Kshatriya who wanted to become a Brahmana and therefore began to practice austerity. Later on, however, he became a victim to, of Menaka, a society girl of the heavenly planets. Because Vishwamitra was not pure, he became entangled with her and begot a child. Therefore, it is said that even if one performs austerities and penances, worldly circumstances are so implicating that somehow or other they will involve one again and again in the material modes of nature. There are many examples of sannyasis who give up the world, renouncing it as false, saying, let me turn to Brahman. But they again become entangled in the work of the world, world when they set up hospitals and perform philanthropic work and welfare activities. If the world is false, why are they attached to welfare activities? The philosophy of Krishna consciousness maintains that this world is not false, but that it is temporary. God created this world and He is true, so how can His creation be false? Because this is the creation of God, God is the absolute truth. Thus, this creation is also true. We simply see it otherwise due to illusion. The world is a fact, but it is a temporary fact. A person may claim something within this world to be his property, but that is a false claim. It is a fact that it is someone's property, but it is God's property. Ishavasyam idam sarvam. This does not mean, however, that the property is false. What is false is the claim to the property, which is based upon a puffed up false consciousness that the individual is the proprietor, the master or God. Everyone desires to be master or proprietor of something, then minister, then president and then God. When everything else fails, the living entity wants to become God. The tendency is there to want to become the greatest of all, but the fact remains that God is the greatest and the living entity is small compared to Him. The smallest is not false and the greatest is not false, but when the small thinks that He is great, that is false. We understand that Vedic literature explains Brahman or the spirit as Anor 
ani yamsham smaller than an atom and mahatom mahiyamsham mahiyamsham greater than the greatest as far as we can conceive the space which contains the universe is the greatest but krishna has shown millions of universes in his mouth the greatness of god cannot be comprehended by the living entities who are part and parcel of god as living entities we are very minute infinitesimal and god is infinite indeed the magnitude of the individual spirit soul is so microscopic that it cannot be seen one cannot even imagine it with his material senses therefore it is said that the spirit soul is smaller than an atom anor aniyamsham since the living entities and krishna the supreme lord are both spirit they are qualitatively one quantitatively however the lord is great and the living entities are small this fact can be accepted immediately on the basis of vedic information in brahma samhita it is stated Many millions of universes come out of God's body when He exhales, and then they again disappear when He inhales. Simply by His breathing, millions of universes are created and dissolved. If this is the case, then how can the living entities claim proprietorship over anything one's position is safe only so far as he does not falsely declare himself to be god or proprietor it has become fashionable to claim to be god and fools accept such claims but from the vedic literatures we understand that god is not so cheap jai Today we'll have to stop here and tomorrow we will conclude the book, complete the book, complete reading the book. Uh, and then probably the day after tomorrow we'll have a day of reflections on the book and um, either the same day or the day after there will be a bhajan. So we wanted to sing some bhajans and Maybe we'll be doing that after we complete a book. <laughs> by Krishna's blessings. And by the blessings of Vaishnavas. So, this is a lot to kind of take in. And sometimes we feel that, I mean, for example, myself as a practicing devotee, we feel that we understand everything already. but. In our actions, we can see that not yet. So, yeah. So tomorrow we will finally like come to know what exactly contains or what exactly means by this matchless gift, and uh, it's going to be a very grand finale of the book. So. See you tomorrow. Hare Krishna, thank you so much for tuning in.